Hello and welcome to Shh, We're Reading Dirty Books. This is Saylat. And this is Kalina. And we're a podcast who reads and reviews paranormal romance novels. So thanks for joining us. Yeah, welcome back to a yeah. new episode where we're going to have read a book and talk to you about it. You know, it's the thing we do. We, that we do. We have been doing this thing for, for quite a, a while. while. Five years yeah. now. <laughs> so if you guys are ex- expecting anything else... Only occasionally we have a random episode that's not like that. But no, it's been a while. We keep doing this. The same thing. It's the same same thing over and over. (laughs) But new books. New books, new new distractions, new weird noises in the background. You know, it's just a thing. It's just a thing. It's a hot (laughs) Sunday evening and everybody's a little (sighs) bit tired and (laughs) I think (laughs) Oh my god, yes. Not excited for work or school in the morning. Totally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. Okay. Well, I have a quickie for you. Okay. Let's do this. If you were a book, what kind of book would you be? <laughs> <laughs> if I were a book, what kind of book would I be? Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. I think it'd be easier if you assigned me one and I assigned you one. <laughs> <laughs> Because I would give you, like, the Encyclopedia Britannica. (laughs) That's not fun. (laughs) Oh, like, yeah, but, like, on, like, sexy stuff. (laughs) You're really an absurd (laughs) rom-com. Like, super absurd. Oh, that's that's much better than being an Encyclopedia Britannica. It's not very fun. No, it's not very fun, but you just, you're, no, yeah, you know what, I would say it's that, but you would have some comedy in it for sure. It would be with a Urban Dictionary twist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, my first thought was I would be a self-help book, mm-hmm. but I'm not. No. Uh, at all. You're not nope. a self-help book. <laughs> not nearly <laughs> at all, and I don't know why I would have thought that. Definitely not a math book. No. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. No, I think you're you're a, a short rom-com. Why do you say that? Because some of the things, especially like when you don't know things, but you kind of go forward with them anyway, <laughs> are very rom-com-esque. Like they're exactly out of like a silly movie where the heroine like... <laughs> You know, is adamant about something that turns out to be completely different than she thought. Like a lot of oh your stories are like that. You seem very much like a rom-com heroine. No, you're right. Sometimes it ends up like that. And I'm just like, oh. You have okay. that like very small amounts of that like Manic Pixie Dream Girl energy. What's Manic? I've never heard that before. Manic Pixie that? Dream Girl. That's all of those... So like the 500 Days of Summer and all of those movies where the girl is just kind of unusual and wild and, and the you know, like weird nerdy boys like obsessed mm-hmm. with her and in love with her. And usually it requires over like she, she's usually not into him. And they're like a lot of especially the older ones. They pursue him really heavily until they make them change their minds. They're not great movies anymore. They don't hold up. But it's really it's this whole ideal <laughs> Uh, crazy free spirit woman that Hollywood has kind of created, but also it's in mm. books. It's definitely in romance books. Um, okay, yeah. not a I, whole I, I percent, never... but you have a percentage sure. of that. So I feel like that's okay. why you could fit into a rom com narrative very well. Oh, okay. 
I can see that. Yeah. Well, yeah, for me, I mean, obviously, you're like super smart. So, of course, I want to give that to you. (laughs) And that's always how I'll categorize you first is that you're very, very intelligent. But you're also super funny. So, yeah, I would put in that comedy element, too. I think we make it, we would make a really funny comedy movie. (laughs) Just a really messy. Yeah, not even really that dramatic, but still, just yeah. <laughs> no, because we would we we run <laughs> no, away from drama and uh, high stakes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it'd be activity. mellow. It'd be, a it'd be mellow... very like there's definitely no action sequences. You know, in our movies. <laughs> <laughs> unless I me gets a really weird wild hair, which can happen, but. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one, even though I didn't have a great answer for it. <laughs> All right. Well, cool. Let's get into our book then. So for this week, guys, we read Rejected by Jamin Eve, narrated by Michelle Sparks and Noel Harrison. And this book, if you guys remember by the from the end of the last episode, we said it was recommended by Kara, who is a listener that contacted me on Instagram. So just wanted to let you guys know that. And Kara, if you're listening, thank you so much for this recommendation. We hope you enjoy our review of it. Yeah. So let's do the clits notes. Clits notes. So we meet Mira, who is or Mira. 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 She is a wolf shifter in the Torma pack of I think California. And she's 22. She hasn't had her first shift yet. She's coming up a couple months shy of it. Um, Because in this world, all shifters have their first shift on the lunar equinox. No, no, the the winter solstice. (laughs) The winter solstice after their 21st birthday. Or 22nd, after their 22nd birthday. So she's about to have her first shift. She has a terrible life in the pack. Um, Mm. Ten years ago, her father challenged the Alpha for uh, dominance and lost and was killed. And ever since then, her mom and her have been bullied and treated as second-class citizens in the pack. And she's, I mean, literally, like, beat up physically day in and day out by the other pack members. And so she's not looking forward to it. And she knows if she stays for her first shift... She'll get tied to the alpha even more strongly, and then she really won't be have as much of a chance to break away. And the, and the alpha apparently doesn't want to let her and her mom go. Like her mom at first wouldn't move out because she said that you know you can't go be on, on your own. That'd be a rogue wolf, and yep. the devil you know is better than the devil you don't know. So apparently, being beat up every day in this pack is better than who knows what in a different pack. <sighs> so it's rough. so anyway. Uh, Mira has come through that violence and that life into a very different kind of person. She refuses. She can't do anything about it. So she doesn't fight per se, but she doesn't back down either. She doesn't let them see mm-hmm. the pain, the sadness, the vulnerability. They She just allows Sassy. them to beat her and she just sasses back at them and then they hit her more and she doesn't stop them, but she also doesn't break really right. in that essence, in that sense. So she decides it's not worth staying and she has the best chance to run if she runs now so she gets away for about a month or so they bring her back she has her first shift and fuck all as soon as she not as soon as she shifts she shifts and runs around and she's really excited because um she's actually very in tune with her wolf and she can 
stay in her own mind while in wolf form, which that usually doesn't come about until like your third or fourth shift. It, it's something that you have to get used to um, after your first shift. But she's immediately like, I'm here too yeah. with my wolf and I know what's going on. So she's not mm-hmm. as, um, you know, it, it, incapacitated during that first shift as other shifters are. Um, yeah. But then at the end, she discovers that her true mate, because once she's in your shifter form, sometimes your true mate reveals itself. And it is Torin, the leader of the, the pack leader's the son. son of, the pack yeah. leader's son, Torin. Who is also one of her boys. One of her biggest boys. Now, she did say he never lays a finger on her. Mm-hmm himself but he, but he stands by and, ha- and instigates the bullying by yes. his girlfriend his best friend jackson who used to be her best friend mm-hmm. and other members of the pack but he himself hasn't done the actual physical bullying emotional yeah. and mental bullying yes so her wolf's all excited because it's torrid and is like cool that's my mate and she's like bullshit <laughs> yeah she's fighting this I don't like, like this. fuck you and he is horrified. Also, yeah. he doesn't he doesn't feel the pull until he shifts into a human from his, from his wolf. And so he his dad asks him what he wants to do, and he rejects her. And he says he's in love with Sicily. And he makes he starts. There's apparently there's a, some number of steps that are required yeah. to be done to formally reject a true mate. So he's trying to start that process, and he wants her banished from the pack. He's like, you gotta go. She's heartbroken. She you know, runs. Uh, she's still a wolf. She howls. Everybody like passes out. We're not quite sure. And like some yeah. shadow vision happens and she starts seeing things in a weird shadowy world and touching them that aren't there in the real world. Oh, but they are. Or are they? <laughs> um, she gets captured and tied to a bed and Torrin fucks Cecily in front of her because he's a douchebag. Oh, God, I hate that scene so much. Oh, that scene's the fucking worst, buddy. Oh. Also, it feels like he can't quite get it up and it's really... <laughs> no, unless he was looking at... Yeah, at Mira. At Mira. Not, well, mm-hmm. with Cecily, which yes. is really upsetting. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why Cecily is, like, allowing this shit to happen. Oh, but she's... Yeah, it's stupid too. <laughs> um, yeah, she sucks. She's one of the bullies, so it's we're not yeah. we don't have we don't have sad feelings for Cecily. But she's a bully, yeah. Mira calls down the god of the shifters, the Shadow Beast. He is the creator of Shifter Kind. Um, he has never been seen since he created Shifters, but there's mm-hmm. all this lore and, 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 you know, attached to him. And so she's like, fine, I just would rather die. Come here, Shadow Beast. Come and take my soul. I don't fucking want to live anymore. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And guess who fucking shows up? <laughs> the Shadow Beast. <laughs> and in a surprise move by the clan, they all they essentially reject him. They start. Yeah. <laughs> They are like, like, because he tries to take Mira. He does. And they go, no, she's part of our pack. And I'm like, is she? (laughs) Yeah. Do you even Um, like her? And this is like their god. Yeah. They don't fear him. Which is super. Or at least they're not really showing Well, it seems like a lot of them do fear him, but Victor's kind of an asshole and dumb, I guess. Yeah. So Victor is Torrin's dad. He's the leader. He's the pack alpha. Well, guess who gets set on fire? <laughs> pack Alpha. <laughs> Victor. Which, rightfully so, if you guys have listened... You guys. If you guys have listened to this book, then you'll understand why it's okay oh, yeah. to set this fucker on fire. I'm all pro Victor burning to death. Yes. He's not a cool dude. Mm-mm. But she gets taken again. She finally decides, because like towards the end there, 
Torin jumps up and is like, no, she's my mate. You can't take her. And After she's like, like, get rid of her. You fucking rejected me. She's such a child. So then she turns to the beast and she's like, uh, these fuckers have been abusing me for 10 years and I can't wait to get away from the pack. And he rejected me publicly just like five minutes ago. So yeah, let's go. I don't want to be yes. here either. So she's off with the shadow. I mean, he's carrying her. He's technically kidnapping her. But she does agree to go with him because she's I mean, like, she, yeah. She also gets kidnapped like three times. She, it happens a lot to her. It's a, it's a, it's a thing. Uh, it's just a thing. It's really a thing for Mira <laughs> she does but she's she's definitely over being around this pack at this point yes. she's like no I don't want to be around you you guys suck I tried to run away you brought me back now I'm mated to you no fuck this which I mean nobody really well us readers don't blame her for the only she, the only person she has there to support her is two friends there's yeah. Danny and then her friend Simone, uh, Simone. but because even her mom is like her mom's an alcoholic and you know that's depressed from when the dad died it's and, not a good story there yeah. she's not a, she's not around she's checked out i mean well her the dad was a true mate they were a true mate so usually when a true mate dies the other one doesn't live long yeah so she had a daughter so she guess lived 10 years until she couldn't stand mm-hmm. it anymore but anyway <laughs> so yeah so she has no reason to stay she does yeah she does have the friend simone who she's grown up with and then danny is her boss at the bookstore and is somewhat of an unknown entity outsider person who has shown up in part of the clan. Yeah. Uh, and so we f- don't know too much about her, but she comes back in this in the book. But yeah. So she goes off with a shadow beast. He takes her to this really fucking awesome library. Oh my god. It's like an <laughs> interworld, amazing. like a center a central location. The it's the library of knowledge where all of the other worlds realms realms connect to so like Mm -hmm. the fairy realm and the angels realm and the desert realm and all of these unknown creature realm the shadow realm and all of you know all of these magical realms of varying degrees of magic right connect at the center port of the library of knowledge which is just a giant fucking beautiful library which we're all like on board for why not uh yes please thank you and there's like goblins and fairies and angels and fey folk (laughs) and all of this stuff all over the place and they wander in and out and they read the books and they take care of shit and it's super cool and she gets a job there and she gets (laughs) her clothes get magically shown up in her closet and they all fit perfectly and they're exactly to the style she wants and the food yep. she, she can just ask for any food and it shows up and I'm just like bitch why would oh you ever leave God, I yes. want to stay <laughs> <laughs> now the shadow beast Sounds great. is like hey you touched the shadow world and you got in now he doesn't explain all this at the beginning because god no. forbid men explain shit to you <laughs> fuck them they just are like no figure it out on your own fuck you you have all the knowledge and i don't have any anyway oh my god eventually (laughs) over the course of the book she discovers that the shadow realm is locked by a spell he was supposed to be the next in line to take the throne of as the the king or what head emperor charge guy of (laughs) The Shadow Realm and his family kicked him out and put a spell on the door so he can't go back. He can't get in. And so for thousands of years, nothing has happened in or out of the Shadow Realm. And then she magically released a whole bunch of shadow creatures on Earth. 
mm-hmm. by touching the shadow realm when she was in pain like, uh, when her heart was breaking she was being rejected and, um, mm-hmm. by Torin. so he wants her to figure out how she did it because he needs her to take the spell down so she he can get back into the shadow realm and kick some ass because he's pissed yeah. he's like thousands of years i've been you know <laughs> ostracized and i'm coming back bitches so he's he's trying to get her to do that she's like maybe sometimes i feel like trying and sometimes i don't feel like doing it at all for like <laughs> no fucking reason that i can yeah. figure out um she's just reading and enjoying her life she makes a weird bet with him that she's gonna lose her virginity in two weeks which i don't i don't know why you make that bet it's a weird when you're kind of captive by him i don't you know he has kind of control over whether or not that happens for you but she does so that's part of a subplot in the book for a while (laughs) um they keep coming back to earth to capture the shadow beasts or the Mm -hmm. the shadow creatures that she has released and they all kind of really like her and they're not that mean to her they don't try to attack her yeah they just well and some of them even try to protect her like they're they just relent to her for some reason yeah she has a lot of control over them and the more they hang out the more the shadow shadow beast realizes she's probably somehow part born of shadow and he doesn't understand how that happened either because again everything's been locked away for thousands of years so they're trying to figure this out nobody has any answers there's a really sexy moment but no sex Mm. but a very almost sex scene no intercourse no intercourse that's true no intercourse oral sex but there's no mutual engaging in the sex but yes right it's just it's one-sided um, oh, we got a really good masturbation sheen of hers, which is... Oh, that's right. Like, she did have Yeah. In the shower. In the shower. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. Yeah. And then uh, she gets kidnapped again by her pack. <laughs> <laughs> they break into the library somehow and... Which, okay, I'm going to need a better explanation. <laughs> I know. For- no, I mean, I think we will get it once Danny comes back in, but still, I was like, I'm not satisfied with this. I don't, I don't get it either. <laughs> I don't know why they'd even try because essentially in their worldview she was taken by god yes. to the afterlife how would how? they even think to challenge that <laughs> how do you overpower the gates to the god either library? hell or heaven like <laughs> just yeah the, the other world the afterlife whatever so yeah she gets kidnapped again torn's like look babe i'm a better man now and we're gonna be because she's good- been there for how long a year a year we're going to be a good team. Like, you should be my mate and it'll be cool. I swear. <laughs> and she's like, sure, dude. Um, <laughs> and then uh, there's a big giant cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. Like, a bunch of shit happens and he shows, like, the beast, Shadow Beast shows up on the Packlands, like, ready to throw down. But she, like, turns into a ball of fire because she thinks... <laughs> She hears that From Danny has been, been killed, yeah. that the pack used Danny's body to create the spells needed to get into the library and to, to supposedly freeze Shadow Beast there so he wouldn't be allowed to come out. Obviously, that didn't, that part didn't work very well for them. But she also overhears that it was the Beast's own fault, like he his own undoing. I thought he right. made like an agreement or something. That's what was she it? interpreted. But the literal words that were said that she overheard okay. were just like, uh-huh. we used his own, like his own behavior against him. I was like, it was his own. Okay. Like it was his own fault that we were able to use Danny's powers to get in. Right. And, and, and it's like. And take her. Yeah. And at no point okay. did they say Danny or that they say the shadow beast came and told us how to use Danny or, or helped us kill Danny. And thus we were able to get like, no, he didn't help. Okay. Her. There's no way he helped <laughs> kill her. 
she no. just misinterpreted the way they said and i was so pissed in that moment because it's like literally like five minutes to the end of the book and yes. she fucking hulks out because she thinks he's betrayed her the whole time because he promised her a while back to go help danny because they ran into the pack at one time when they were hunting some of the shadow creatures and Torin basically let it slip that they were torturing danny because they figured out she was not just a shifter she had some kind of inside knowledge into the beasts and the, the shadow beast and his world and so they've been torching her for information i didn't know she was a shifter well she's part of the pack she has to be okay well i know that she lives amongst them but she even but showed up for the shifting oh okay i thought for some reason she was just like something else i didn't know that she was a sh- i think she's shifter. going to be something else i think she maybe okay is, is the kind of thing that can be multiple things like a witch and a shifter yes. and a yes okay. i think okay. she could use whatever magic or power she had to pretend to be a shifter i'm not saying she is for sure a shifter mm-hmm. but i feel like they thought she was i don't think they would have accepted her if she wasn't probably not but anyway she wanted so so mira wanted to go save her and shadow beast promised that he would try Mm -hmm. and then later when she asked he's like i went back she wasn't being held anymore she'd escaped that's what he said yeah he said that he said that she'd escaped and now she's overhearing the pack talk about how they killed her because of something like that they figured out about him something he did allowed them mm-hmm. anyway i the way i can't remember obviously i don't know the words by heart but the way she he said it or the way the pack member said it was very clearly if you had heard it you would be like <laughs> okay he didn't personally help them kill danny there's just that's not yeah. the, what they said that is not what they said but that is what she interpreted it as and she saw red from that moment and on. she fucking yeah beast mode <laughs> and we don't know what she is or or what kind of being she is she's on fire shit is happening like the shadow beast yeah. shows up and sh- he's on fire With his five and- powerful friends and oh, then right i forgot yeah, he brought his them. five. They're best like friends. fucking very. Four. They're the leaders of each of the, the realms. realms. Yeah, is it four? So it's five of them together, but four of a friend, his friends. Yeah, I think so. I think there's four of them, and they're all super powerful. They're like a fae, a vampire. They're things that that, that don't have words. Mm, words. Yeah, they yeah, haven't described what all of the creature beings are yet. So whatever. Yeah, but uh, um, so they're ready to fight and do whatever it is on behalf of Shadow of the Shadow Beast, and then she sees Red and wants to like kill everybody. She's prepared to kill Shadow. She's prepared to kill, and then end credits. Yeah, I mean, bitches, we don't get that. any more story now. None. But she lights on fire, or like, does her whole what is that? I don't know. Well, how would you? <laughs> I don't like, know because it was like, no, don't be over, book. <laughs> don't be over. And book. I was just upset because the book was are you over. Stopping. It just. I don't like it when the guy says, "Audible hopes you've enjoyed." I, it. Fuck you, Audible. I don't care. Where's the book? Go back. Where's the book? We don't read cliffhanger books, and I did not prepare myself for this. This one was big. This one was a big one, too. And it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't just like a two or, you know, four hour and then a cliffhanger. No, I had right. like 12 fucking hours invested in this book and yes. then it cliffhanged me. And I was like, yeah. what? Mm-hmm. And the next the one's in like another 11 scene. and then another 12. We got two more books to finish her story. <laughs> you guys. And she still hasn't lost her virginity Oh, my yet. God. She's still <laughs> a virgin. I don't know. I'd be really <laughs> questioning virgin status after what they did on the on the fairy world. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. I think if you get a tongue put inside you, that counts. I mean, she does masturbate. She has. You yeah, know, no, but that's yourself. Like that. You're, that's yourself. But if somebody else's fucking tongue and digits I go mean, in it you. It is 
sex, right? It is I mean, sex. it is not intercourse, but it is sex. It is sex. And I would yeah. definitely, I'd be like, sorry, bud, this counts. <laughs> I'm not a virgin. You lose. Why does it have to be a penis? Right. Because then imagine like people who know that they are lesbians their whole lives and never have sex with a man. That's very true. When do they get to decide they've lost it, right? That's like, I mean, obviously true. it's a personal decision. That's why, but I'm pretty sure once you stick a tongue in a vagina, it counts too. <laughs> I mean, I kind of feel like that it crosses a threshold. <laughs> That says virginity, quote unquote. I, I mean, since it's not exist. a real thing anyway, it's a right, social construct. Whatever I don't you... know what else to call it. I know. Yeah, that, so. That's our only one thing to call it. It's that. Yeah, we can only call exactly. it that. But the idea that she is still in some way untouched by another is no longer mm-hmm. true. Because he, he touched her inside. <laughs> With all sorts of stuff except for his pee-pee. Not his pee-pee. Not, not his pee-pee. Just fingers but, and tongues. Yeah. So that's how the book ends. Is It's right there. It ends credit. And then we're all just sitting there with our mouths open like, what the shit? Just, what? <laughs> but that is how you pull the reader back in. I know I get a lot of shit for not liking <laughs> cliffhangers. And I'll tell you, yeah. I figured it out. And I obviously, it's I'm at odds with authors on this point. They're not going mm-hmm. to agree with me because they have a different motivation <laughs> than I have. My motivation, here's why. There's already too many fucking books. Like, if there was so like, many. If there were like five authors in the world... <laughs> They could cliffhang all they want because I could have enough time to read those books. You know, they're only going to write like a book or two a year. I can probably get that done. But there's not only five authors. There's five million authors. And there's historical yeah. ones that I haven't finished. And there's mm-hmm. current ones. And there's ones from just a 10 decade, you know, 10 years ago that I haven't read yet. And I'm trying to read all the so books. Many. And every time I'd look around, there's fucking more books. Did you know that they just <laughs> keep making books? They write one and then they write another. Some and of our another. some of our fucking authors write like one a month. It's fucking crazy. How I why the how hell am I supposed to read how? all of those by all of yes. the authors I like? I know, and there's so many. Like there's too many. There's so many books. I actually <laughs> I was on a date and I was complaining about this, <laughs> and I don't think he felt the same way. <laughs> I was like, "Did you know that there's just so many books?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "But there's really so many books." <laughs> this is a true phenomenon. There's it's just actually like, happening for this series alone. At least in the Audible now, they may not be the original releases. Maybe if you do, you have Goodreads open. Could you look at them? But in Audible, the first one came out in twenty one, the second one in twenty one, the third one in twenty one, and then two more in twenty two. That's five books in two years for one series by this author. <laughs> How the motherfucker am I supposed to keep on top of all these? That's what I see also. I see 2020, 2021, 2021, 2021, and 2022. Because I was like, well, fuck me, I gotta finish this. Exactly. (laughs) But as a reader, I do have a problem with them because I want to read everybody's books. I don't just want to read your book. (laughs) Yes. And if you always cliffhang, then I have to just keep coming back to your book, which is good for you. I get get it. Bad for podcasts. It's it's really hard for the podcast. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I would have to say this is probably a really epic cliffhanger because it was just it was in the middle of a right in the middle of a, of a battle scene and one where I think huge emotions were involved obviously this sort of reminds me of um unclaimed where yes Taryn Taryn yeah Taryn was hulking out at the end too and was just like but she you had know. at least just stopped the fight she did so have everything the, like the stopped and she's like look I'm super powerful and then yeah. we got the end of that book so it was also a cliffhanger yeah I guess yeah. I didn't call it as big of a cliffhanger because every all the action had stopped it had stopped for a moment i knew it wasn't yeah. over but at least it was done for that second yeah, you're right these people are literally like she literally just jumped down from the like eaves of the they're yes. in like an auditorium like a school auditorium and she's like up in the fucking rafters and she dumped down onto the stage in fire and then the yeah. book ended and i was like i'm sorry <laughs> wait no first they all looked at her and were like fuck because she howled she did yeah howl yeah thing. yeah and, and like <laughs> shadow's like what and he's on fire and she's on fire and the fires are like you know like they're they they recognize fire. each other and you're yeah. like what's happening and then the book's over and i'm like oh no yeah what happened but it's it's gonna get how am pretty i crazy. supposed to move on with my life now and you're right because it's not just like like some of the shorts that we read or the the, the shorter novels that are like four or five hours you know these ones are full length novels and so they're there for 11 or 12 hours and it's like whoa all right did you feel like there were parts of this book where one it jumped scenes a lot i think yeah. because she went from realm to realm and well not even only that, like but days like there yes. they would be in the middle of something that i thought was pretty important and i would want to know like her feelings about right after the fact like mm-hmm. he'd storm off he stormed off a lot yeah um and then i'd expect we'd get like a little bit of like her thinking about what had just happened and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's the next day and she's eating lunch in the fucking cafeteria or she's sweeping or she's sweeping yeah. the library that yeah. keeps itself clean I, um, I <laughs> <laughs> no you're right there are those moments i was like what the f- how where did we how did we get and here be like you know later and i'd be like why why? Why I have the emotional payout from the conversation we just had hasn't happened yet. It's not working. No, I do think that. I think if I could give some criticism to the book itself, like I love the story. Like I think it's yeah. really interesting what's happening. There didn't seem to be a reason, and maybe it'll come out later, but I don't understand why he wasn't trying to help her figure it out more. Like, if he's so obsessed with her getting into the shadow realm, he needed to be there working with her. Like, it should have been, like, a training kind of montage or, like, a something. Like, yeah. I know she doesn't know how she did it, and he doesn't know how she did it, but he's just like, do it, and then walks away. And I'm like, and she doesn't yes. even try for 90% of oh, the no. book. She doesn't make <laughs> no. any efforts. And I'm like, so there was a lot of the book where it didn't seem like we were moving forward. It was mm-hmm. more interesting to explore the world, right? That's what she was engaged with, which obviously yeah. I would be much more interested in exploring this giant library full of all of the Hell, knowledge of all of the realms yes. of all of the universe. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get you. But keep in mind, this is a book and you need to keep us going forward plot wise, yes. you know? And so, and then all of a sudden, okay, here's here's the thing. <laughs> One of them that drove me the craziest, right? Is the night where we first meet his friends. Okay. And he's like, you know, she gets the summons that she's got to come to dinner. And she is all like pissed because people keep telling her what to do. And I get that. Yeah. You know, she doesn't have a lot of control in her life. She's always being bossed around by men. And it sucks. 
And so she like puts on the fancy red dress and uh, goes down to meet them. And we literally just get introduced to each one, which I couldn't tell you fucking names or what they look like. For a second. Or anything, except that two of them have really good names, but I don't remember what they were now. I knew when I heard them, I liked them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's Reese and Lucian. Those are good names. I do remember Reese. And I think, yeah, I think Lucian is one of them. Yeah, because I do remember, I was just thinking that is uh, Lords of the Underworld. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, because Torin too. Oh, yeah. I, I had that thought with Torin, which was really Torin. upsetting because I always loved Torin in Lords of the Underworld and yeah. not in this book. <laughs> no, this book, um, not so much. But anyway, so we get like the scene and it's spo- like it really feels like we're going to get some exposition here. Like we're meeting new people who might actually talk to her and like explain some shit. This is going to be like she's going to be able to pump them for information. She's going to have dinner with them. All this is going to be really good. And instead we like, you know, it's a descri- like really detailed description of each one of these men yeah and then she flips off shadow beast and he growls and they all leave (laughs) and then it's the next morning it's literally and i'm like no 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 there was a whole scene here there was a whole couple of chapters here about like them having dinner and meeting and talking to these people and learning some shit and instead she flipped him off and he growled and oh then he did tell her red's my color don't wear red and stormed off and i was like (laughs) i needed much more out of that guy that was a build-up that was such a intense build-up for no payoff in that for, particular scene. For nothing at all. I, I agree. I think it's, I mean, obviously they come back towards the end to help fight the battle. And then we do meet, which one is the Fae? I don't remember um, his name. I don't remember his name either. Should we say and it? We meet it's him not a little Reese. bit later. It's not. And I don't think it's Lucian. I think it's a different name. It's something hard. It's, it's, it is Lucian, Lucius, Lucian. Something to that effect. Is I it think Lucian? you're right about that. I think so. Okay. Something like that. And and I think it is Reese. But I don't remember. No, I know. But I that's remember. not the Fae. No, no, no. Oh, I see what you're saying. The Fae King, the Fae Lord is somebody else. I don't remember. I don't remember their names. This is what happens when I don't write notes. Because <laughs> I forget all the time. Or if you don't read it, right? Because then you don't see the Yeah, it's definitely easier when you have eyeballs on the names yeah, than when you just exactly. hear them in passing. Yeah, but the Fae is... And then I think another one occasionally comes back for another reason. I can't remember. Or she she rants into a couple of them in the library yeah. here and there in doing the library, different things. Yeah. Like one here was looking for his... Sh- precious crystals the other one takes her to the fae realm yeah Mm -hmm. it's a thing so but you're right that dinner scene where they didn't actually even have dinner yeah and nothing happens with it and it was pretty long like it was a long well because it was very detailed descriptions of each man like which like okay i i mean then they're all hot so i'm like yay five hot men but I can't hold those details, right? That's not the kind of thing that actually sticks in your brain as you move through a book. You don't remember. I don't. Do you think I couldn't tell you shit about either of them. Because, and I can, t- I can tell you why I don't remember anything about any of them. Because then I didn't actually get to interact with those characters. Wait, there like, was nothing else that happened. If she had sat down and had dinner and we interacted and they each kind of told a bit of a story or a yes. bit about themselves, I would know more about these characters and I'd be able to be like oh, this guy and that guy and whatever. And I probably even know their names, but because it was so fast and it was just a, 
just a random introduction to four mm-hmm. people who then disappeared and it was like that exactly that ra- that like rarely really comes back and towards <laughs> the end then they're back but i think it might be because too when we read a reverse harem book you get the introduction with like the four guys or whatever and then shit happens after it so maybe we've just been spoiled but it almost seems kind of like it that scene wasn't needed you <laughs> either, know yeah either don't have it or, or have it, it but ha- give it a purpose actually mm-hmm. drive plot with it i think that's the only thing that's my criticism for the book is like there were a lot i think she had so many ideas and i think you know she's definitely built her world mm-hmm. and she has these external characters too i'm already pretty sure two of them have books four and five dedicated mm-hmm. to them um and they're and them finding their loves or whatever which is all interesting, but then she drops them in without making them further the plot. Yeah. I want there to be a reason behind it. And yeah. I want, yeah, to them have sat down and explained to her how he got stuck, mm-hmm. um, why the door is barred and, you know, there's a spell on it and who, you know, who did that and how they're going to, how they've been helping him for thousands of years, try to break it. And she's the first one they've seen make any progress Mm and just some of the stuff because he was not forthcoming with information, which is fine. That's not supposed to be his character. He's supposed to be the grumpy, you know, solitary, broody man to, Mm -hmm. you know, her gregarious, outgoing, you know, loudmouth human (laughs) lady. Yeah character and, and but that was just one of them there's others you know oh yeah that was part of one of the scenes that was just like, like jumped jumped scenes to just jumped scene. like uh she wanted to shift at one point and she went to the angel's world angel took mm-hmm. her to her world and that was beautiful and we got a pretty description of the world and she ran around as a wolf for you know a handful yeah. of pages and then but we didn't pick up anything. We didn't learn anything. I guess it made her bond with Angel stronger. She got to be closer to Angel. But it was a lot of... No, I know what you mean. So, like, I, I think I understand her wanting to build a world, especially a world with different worlds in it, with all those different realms. I get it. And I think maybe her shortcut, she thought maybe she could just jump scenes really quickly. or get Because from that, then all of a sudden, they were back in the library. And I know you get back there, but, like, what was the purpose of going to the Angel's world? And she just needed to shift. You know? But then at no point in the rest of the year did she need to shift. Like, she needed to shift yeah. once. And then, I mean, again, we don't need to hear about it every time it happens. It's sure. you're gonna keep doing the same thing but it just felt yeah i don't know uh, it was just i still really love this book i just needed i needed us to I'm move forward the story. yeah i yeah, wanted the story and i needed us to move along yeah. it a little bit further because i think we could have been further along in the first book than we are yeah because we still don't know almost anything and i <laughs> at one point and I don't want to make too strong a comparison, okay. but towards the end, once I realized we, A, we're not getting sex, and B, we're yeah. going to be cliffhung real bad on this book, <laughs> I had the fleeting thought of, oh my God, Dark Fever. Oh, oh that's a harsh comparison. Now, yes. again, I'm not drawing a lot of similarities because I fucking hated that book. <laughs> that was, a t- yeah, I did not like And that we book. never picked up another ver- another episode of that book. So. No, I don't even think we picked up Moaning again either. Nope. So, no, nope. we didn't yeah. pick up the author or yep. the next book in that series. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea what happens. And I'm okay with not knowing because I didn't yeah. care. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally fine. I I know enough about nail polish. Um <laughs> 
But honestly, <gasps> take, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. take a beat. There was almost oh. no sex in that book. One of the few sex scenes was a masturbation scene. But barely with her. Barely. At least in, in, in Dark Fever. In Dark Fever. In this one, at least we got the shower scene. And it was descriptive. And it, it was hot. It was so hot. Was but there mm-hmm. was, the, what, the weird bead scene in the museum of Dark Fever. I don't remember that. <laughs> what bead scene? It was like... <laughs> She, because remember the antagonist was invisible to her, but she kept feeling people like presence. And so she was like in the museum and she felt like there were beads being run across her clit. Oh, okay. I swear that maybe I'm vaguely remember. I might be misinterpreting or misremembering it, but I swear that was part of it. But that was something. And so it was, it was the sexiest that book got. (laughs) Yeah. And and I mean that tells you that's telling you a lot that that's all it gave you yeah and then it it literally dropped out in the middle of a big climactic battle like some like a portal had just opened or something yeah in, in the bookshop oh or whatever so long ago I yeah, know yeah, yeah. I know this was five years ago but this is but seriously it's just like I was like oh shit <laughs> did we just do a care no I like this so much better this like Mira is leaps and bounds uh, mm, better mm-hmm. of yeah. a character than I don't remember her name from Dark Fever Ashley I, <laughs> I was just gonna give her she had yeah I don't even want to try to remember I could flip through my pages and look. Uh, you know I uh, can't because that was eight books ago <laughs> <laughs> actually I want to say it was like Mackenzie or oh that's like it that. it was Mackenzie was it Mackenzie? Yes. <laughs> yes. I know it was something like that. I just don't remember. I think, yeah, I think you're right. Or I think I'm right, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I barely. Now I want to go back and listen to that episode just so that we can <laughs> one see how terrible oh, it sounds. Oh, it's Michaela. I'm sorry. Oh, Michaela. Okay. It was, I knew it was something Michaela. like that. Michaela. And they call her Mac. Mac. That's, yes. Mac. Mac. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well so the yeah and even here like we understand why mira is the way that she is she right exactly bullied and she has a reason to have the attitude in the facade that she has because she's trying to protect herself even though she gets beat up all the time so she's bullied and like nobody wants her she's rejected by her mate all of this stuff whereas i know that michaela lost her sister and that obviously is really hard but but she had was, just lost her sister yeah she had just she lost was her going sister. to try to find her so it wasn't like you know years and years and no years she of... didn't have trauma of any sort she was mm-hmm. a princess a southern princess she was a princess <laughs> she didn't want to replace her cell phone she dropped it in the water and uh, uh, no they're yeah. not the same they are not the same they're not I, the didn't, same. I didn't mean to compare no, no, no. them i just yeah. was like i had that heart sinking moment of like oh my god there's yeah like nothing happened and we then we're really getting... haven't read a lot of cliffhangers and this no. the last one that came to mind was god we have a real big problem with cliffhangers <laughs> <laughs> they're not my strength so i think one thing i really wanted to talk about because of how bad the bullying was like i mean the first yeah. scene the opening scene they like punch it's her it's the typical like well he so there's three of them that come up to her and her friend her best friend simone at school and i know that they're so they go to a school 
in the town that they live in, in Torma, where it's like preschool to college. And it's, one, it's pack school. So like all pack the school. pack kids have to go to it. So they're not mixing with humans. One, that's a really bad idea. That's, How about we at least let's switch it between two. It, can we compromise? That's, with keeping you can't the adults have on all, one of, side? all of those bodies in the <laughs> same building. It's, it's crazy town. It just seems dangerous and not good. But anyway, so I imagine it as like a typical high school movie scene where the kid is getting bullied and pushed into a locker and yes but you know she's actually she's accosted and then jackson who used to be her friends when they were younger they used to be friends when they were younger physically attacks her and rips her shirt with his claws and so all of a sudden she doesn't have like a shirt because they're all tattered and her friend simone has to like and not just her shirt but there's welts red welts on her body on her boobs he he gets her that's assault Mm -hmm. (laughs) how is this allowed where where's torma i'm gonna call the police station well and it obviously not only that like take it the next level okay first off it is also the college but even of the college jackson and torin at least i didn't get the i didn't understand whether cecily had or not had graduated the previous year why are they even still on campus Yes, you're right. Exactly. Why are you even there? So they show up just to bully her. That's the whole fucking point. They show up to like push her around. I do think they punched her. I'm not sure. Maybe they punched her in other scenes. They punched her a lot. I mean, they were they do punch her. They physically aggressive. It's terrible. And she even gets threatened to be raped by the alpha mm-hmm. pack leader. Mm-hmm. It, that's just, I mean, like over and over again. It's pretty, like, there were some parts of this was really, uh, none of that happened. So don't worry about it. But some of this was really hard to be like, oh, gosh. But the story is really intriguing. Like, it's really interesting. And I'm I'm super attracted to the Shadow Beast. Oh, my so. God. He's hot as hell. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and then at the end, Torin is just like, look. You're my mate, and I'm a better guy now, so it's cool. We're going to be cool. <laughs> and I'm like, bitch, please. <laughs> like, years and ten years. years. And years. Ten years since her father tried to overthrow the he alpha. Challenged, challenged the, the alpha. alpha. And for ten years, they have tormented her. And mm-hmm. now you show up and say, it's all forgiven because we're mates. I do. So this is exactly the reason this book proves why I have a problem with the faded mate (laughs) trope. Now I read a fuck ton of it, so I can't have too big of a problem with it because obviously (laughs) I get over it real fast. But what if the fucking fates or whatever, this unspoken entity, uh, somehow it's supposed to be Shadow Beast who's like kind of in control of it, but please, picks your abuser as your mate. For That's life. Fucked. That's up. not, I, no, uh uh-uh. uh. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. And then just that, oh, just that fact causes her more pain. Like her heart, I mean, even though she hates Torin, she hates him. Mm-hmm. Her wolf doesn't, because her yeah. wolf doesn't understand all of this shit, doesn't get the bullying and all of that nope. crap. And also, her wolf is just tied to this other wolf, and so her wolf knows they're being rejected, and it breaks her fucking heart. Yes. And I'm like, so now your abuser has an extra layer yes. of a way to abuse you and cause <laughs> you pain, you. physical and mm-hmm. emotional pain, because... 
even despite your own feelings, are yeah. drawn towards this person who has been mean to you his whole life. Entire life. It's just, like, without having to be the one that's physically attacking her. And not only that, he rejects her, but then within <laughs> within 10 minutes, he doesn't reject her anymore. Well, he still rejects her, but he wants to keep her around. He just doesn't want the shadow beast right. to take her. He's <laughs> yeah, like, you can't take her. Like, she's mine. He Fuck can't you. Take her. She's mine. Even though and you were, like, literally banishing her from the town or whatever. Then, on top of it all, we find out that Jackson is also in love with her. Well, is in love with her. We don't think Torn's in love with her. Torn's just made it, like, just the, yeah. has the mate draw. But Jackson's actually in love with her and was pissed when Torn was her mate and they fought and didn't t- speak afterwards. <laughs> I'm just like, Jackson, you fucking abused her. Look, Jackson. Sorry. No. Now, Torn explains that when her dad challenged the Alpha, because Jackson's dad is the Beta. Yes. So the Beta had to kill her father. And apparently for a while, Jackson still tried to be her friend, wanted to still accept her and was hung around for a while. But at some point, the Alpha and the Beta, Victor, and Jackson's own fucking father took yes. Jackson and beat him to within an inch of his life to teach so him a lesson to stop hanging around her. Mira. Oh, it's so rough, you guys. So he did. But then instead of just being like, cool, I learned my lesson. I won't hang around her. He then started he, abusing her. And I'm like, that's he, uh, no uh, wrong lesson. And again, think of this. At the time, he would have been like 13 or 14. Yeah, I was going to say, these are children, and it happens for the next 10 years when they're 22, 23, and now then, you know, they become adults, but they continually do that. And for them to even have the thought to, or even like the audacity be mad, like for Jackson, that he wasn't her mate, really fucking That really, I was fucking furious. I was was like- you don't get that. He you thought, don't get that like, right. His literal thought process was, that's a, this is why he brought her back, right? This is why he brought her mm-hmm. back when she first ran and, and was pretending to be a, a waitress in that one town. Yes. Was like, as soon as she shifts, she'll be my mate. Yep. Right? And I'll be able to protect her within the pack. I'll be able to like, go, hey, we're mated and I'm the beta's son. So obviously I have rank and standing so I can mm-hmm. cover her with my rank and standing. And all this past 10 years of abuse will go away. That's <sighs> that's his head, right? And then she, yeah. she shifts and turns out to be Torrin's mate, not his. And now I'm just like, none of you deserve her, you fucking assholes. Oh, and then Torrin throws out this fucking jewel of an idea. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I figure, he's like, I figure I'm... I'm good enough to deserve you now, but what? But I think what we should do is Jackson and I will compete for you, and you will tell us which one of us wins. So, oh which one God. of my abusers do I get to fuck? <laughs> That's a brilliant fucking idea. And then he also, like, on top of that, was just like, "We'll keep Sicily around." Too. Oh yeah, that a little earlier. <laughs> that was like six months before, but yeah, he was like, yeah. "No, don't worry, we'll work it out." Sicily's still oh, in the like, mix, so oh, he was gonna have like a whole harem of women and fuck her <laughs> it's so it's so messed up i can't understand those two i cannot understand torn or jackson and i don't like their characters and i don't i can't forgive them if they want to turn around and be good guys now because even as right now in this moment they're still they're not, not being good at being good no their last act was to kidnap her and when she <laughs> tried to fight them and go no i need i want to stay here don't do this they took her anyway and then when and she tried to beat up. them up upon being back you know in torma torin used his alpha power to lock her down to be like mm-hmm. don't you know submit to me i'm the alpha 
and then was like, see, isn't it nice that we saved you? And she's like, bitches, I didn't want to be saved. Oh, I hate it so much. It's actually really good storytelling, like writing. It's so good. To have those emotions emit from the readers, which is exactly what's happening here. Because even though you hate the characters and you're like, Argh! but it's it's what makes a good story. That's why it's so intriguing. It, it makes a great story because even, even Mira at one point had more sympathy for them than I do. Because she was like, well, I guess from their point of view, they thought they were saving me. And I'm just reacting weirdly to that. And I'm like, no, honey. Uh-uh. No, fuck those assholes. You at no point said, help me, help me. I need to be saved. Like, they yeah. can go the fuck away. Like, you don't get to be a savior when you've behaved the way you've been behaving for 10 years. You got to walk the fuck away. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I just, the whole thing is, is so insane. And so their whole idea, I'm like, oh, this is better. I'm really hoping, like, I think at the end of the day, she's ending up with Beast. There's no fucking way. Like, Shadow a- is her guy, right? Have you guys seen the cover to this fucking book and to the next couple of books? They're hot as shit. These are hot covers. And he's, like, the first book, this one, he's got her up against the bookshelf with her legs wrapped around his waist you could see his back and his tattoos and like he's wearing the jeans that are like super hot yeah Ugh. she's going she is going to have him he is going to be hers it, she and has to be right? glorious that's all yeah. i want that's all i fucking want i also love it because he's got a slight scottish accent which you just could you can fuck me up and down a wall oh with that. my god every once in a while when it comes <laughs> out when the what i think what was it no no noel no no it's just like it's no uh, yeah oh, no it, the it, next two books are on sale but bam uh, <laughs> sorry click to buy one <laughs> click to buy two. <laughs> oh, five books just hit my cart <laughs> they're all, wait what they're all on sale we also wanted to mention that Jamin Eve is an author of a book that's actually become an animated series. And of course, I don't remember what it is. Is it like the Something Academy? Supernatural Academy? Something like that? Maybe we should have looked that up before. I mean, uh, only if you I mean, want to, you know, be good at your job. <laughs> sure. We do. We do. Do um, we? Do we want to be good at our job? You know, of course we do. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I think it's the Academy that is. The, yeah, the I think show. it is Supernatural Academy. Yeah, it's on Peacock. Okay. I haven't ever seen it, but. I don't have uh, Peacock either, but it's animated. Yeah, it's animated. It should look really cool. I love the covers that she uses for them. Sometimes I don't really like them, but these ones are kind of cute. But anyway, that's we thought that was pretty interesting. I'll have to check it out whenever I whenever I get a chance. I think I think we do have Peacock. But anyway, dude, we haven't even talked about the sex scene yet. I know. We need to do that because yes, it was a sex the, scene, but it wasn't yes, as much of a sex scene as we would like. Yes. It's debatable about its extent <laughs> as a sex scene. <laughs> so at one point which also I don't understand why he didn't do this earlier. But anyway, there was a magical spell that Shadow Beast could do, which would draw all of the shadow creatures to, you know, one spot and cage them in this fire ring. Mm-hmm. But he and anyone else of shadow, which he's now determined that she's of shadow, would also get, which, would get pulled in. Yes. So they have to go hide out in one of the worlds where it doesn't work. So they had to go to the fairy realm because that shadow's not allowed there. The prince of the fairy world, who's his friend, lets let he's like, hey, come stay at my palace. And they go to his palace and they're hanging out. And oh, no, oops, 
nobody checked it's, the calendar. It's the time of the mating season it's, or whatever. Yeah, it is. it's the one evening a year when all of the With five the moons moon. line up <laughs> and the fairies are fertile because the fairies are very not fertile apparently yes. most of the time. Yeah. So, so there's this magical sound song, this magical music that encourages the fairies to fuck. <laughs> Since they're only fertile for like once or twice a year. Yeah. Well, naturally, it works really well on her, even though she's not fairy at all. She's incredibly interested in fucking at this point. Yeah. And apparently to the point where it's physically painful and she can't, mm-hmm. she will probably die, I guess, if she doesn't get I think I think that was sort of what they were. It was were implied. She might not implying. make it if yeah. she doesn't have an orgasm. Not one of her own making. <laughs> She can't do it herself. Yes. That won't work with the magical fairy magic. So he agrees to help her out for the evening. So he takes her to his place that he has in Fairy World because mm-hmm. he has his own house there. And he's like, she's like, dude, let's just fucking do it. And he's like, no, no. I'm going to help you in this one way, in one way only. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm not fucking you. No. Yeah. Because they'd already made that bet. We still have a bet and I would not, yeah. I'm not going to lose. So I'm just going to mm-hmm. help you, but you don't get to touch me. <laughs> So he lays her down and, yeah, yes. goes to town on her with his mouth goes and his fingers. Yep. For, like, just the whole evening. Like, over like and over. Point. Apparently one is not enough for the fairy magic. The fairy magic really wants Ooh. lots of orgasm. And I'm sorry. So I guess the reason they couldn't go back to the other world was because... Of the spell. The spell was still happening. They would have got sucked into the fire ring. They would have got, yeah. Oh, it's just... It's insane. I just don't know. Well, I guess I've never been around a fairy song that makes me really, really horny. But that's too much. It's too much. It's It's too too much. much. It was, again, this is another kind of example of a thing that I loved it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was hot. It didn't further the plot or make any sense. (laughs) It was an idea. Like, there's definitely parts of this book where you're just like, this author has lots of ideas. Mm-hmm. And don't they just weren't streamlined. <laughs> like, they just did not fit together very well. No, it was a hot scene. Definitely. And maybe it's just a, like a prelude to what we're going to get when they actually do start fucking. But there's so many times where there was just small instances where I wanted slightly more, like, interaction with the two of them. Like, after the scenes, the next morning, she's all like, holy shit, this is going to be embarrassing. (laughs) And of course, it would be thoroughly embarrassing. Yeah. Because he was very clear that this was for her and not he wasn't Mm -hmm. interested or whatever. But I liked because she just doesn't have any clothes. Yeah. I don't know how that happened, but she never has. She's naked 98% of the time in this book. She's always. So she's just like, whatever. And she's just wandering around the cat. I guess she wraps a shirt, a a sheet around her or whatever. Yeah. But Beast comes to find her to do another scene that's super fun and interesting, but again, furthers the plot in no way, shape, or form, which is get a tattoo. Um, a really special oh, magical shadow tattoo on his back. Yes. But um, the, the fairy prince has shown up and he's going to help tattoo shadow. And I thought it would have been such the perfect time for him to growl at her, like, go put some clothes on. Like, you know, because like, I want him to be a little bit more possessive. I mean, there are definitely yeah, moments not- in this book yes. where he's like, she is mine. Yeah, she is mine. <laughs> and that's crazy possessive. But this, like, he's she's about to run into Lucian. I, I'm just going to call him Lucian. I don't think that's it is Lucian. 
that's well, that's just what we're calling <laughs> the him. fairy guy, and <laughs> and I wanted him to be like, oh, she, Lucian's here. Go put fucking clothes on, bitch. And she'd be like, well, I don't fucking have clothes. You ripped them all off. And then, <laughs> and then he'd have to magic her some clothes. I just wanted that. See, I wanted something slightly more like cutesy interaction yeah. between the two of them, so that we get some idea of how they're really. Because we know that they're going to be in a relationship, right? And like, there are moments where he feels like he's into her. And it's yeah. like you know, he just really like laughs at her or smirks because she's funny. Um, and she says smart ass shit to him. And he's like, no one fucking talks like that to me, bitch. And she's like, well, I do. And, and I like those moments. And I just wanted a little, there were just times where I was like, this is where you drop one in. This is where you drop one in. Like, put it here. Put him yeah. here. Like, make him have a well, comment about this. Or, you know, there's so... I hope it grows in the next two books, their relationship. Because I do think what I liked, even though we didn't get the full on text, I did like how they kind of started to interact with each other as things yes. went on. It just wasn't as much. I wanted I wanted a little bit more, a little bit faster. Yeah. I want a lot of things. Why don't authors understand everything <laughs> I need and give me exactly what I want all the a time? Little bit, I think you're right, though. A little bit more, a little bit faster. And like, because he and they both start seeing it as like the smiles that he gives her a little bit more genuine and opening up a different part of him that he doesn't let other people see. Mm -hmm. And so I needed a little bit more of that too. Probably more than I needed the visiting angels realm or even the, the Faye thing. Yeah. No, just just a little bit more than some of the the tattoo scene, the Faye scene, the shadows, like there were so many scenes. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. (sighs) Yeah. So that was a hot, uh, um, going down on Mira scene. Oh, so good. So, it was good. And then she did, like Kalina said a while ago, she does have a nice masturbation scene. She's just... I, don't I think it was like, after the dinner that didn't happen with the guys. I think so. And it was, again, I just, yeah. I, I like this book a lot. There's a lot of, there's a lot of ideas here that are really fun and interesting. And I wanted some of them fleshed out and other ones, some of the plot kind of yeah. like streamlined streamline the plot yes. a little flesh out some of these ideas and i just i exactly. fucking love this book but i've already like i just literally as we were bought recording the- this book or <laughs> podcast bought bought the rest of the series because they were on sale through audible so there you go done it's just one of those things yeah they literally were not on sale when we started recording this episode but they are now i don't understand how that because i was looking it up when we first started talking you know and they were not on sale (laughs) whoa look at that so we put that into the universe (laughs) audible was like oh this bitch is about to buy some books (laughs) (laughs) that is exactly what happened also i do a really good imitation of the audible guy in the very end yes (laughs) (laughs) they heard me they heard you they're like oh <laughs> listen to her she sounds just like him <laughs> um hopes you have enjoyed this <laughs> what is it is it recording or message or program what is it i actually don't know what the last word is audible hopes you've enjoyed this <laughs> so what is book. it Audible, I think it's recording. Enjoyed this recording. I think it is recording. Yeah, I think you're right. Audible <laughs> hopes you've enjoyed this recording. Anyway, we should move on because we're gonna get stuck in this book forever oh, if we don't. Oh my god. Okay. So you guys, we don't. 
really have a kiss and tell for this episode. So because we're the bosses of our own podcast, we're going to skip it. And we've already talked for an hour. So we also are going to skip it. Yeah. But we did want to touch base on um, just that we're just going to give a quick PSA. A fun fuck fact. That is not a fun fuck fact. But it is a. No, it's not. It's important. Stopbullying.gov is the website Mm -hmm. for if anyone is dealing with, like, especially anyone with kids or in schools dealing with bullying this website has a bunch of resources it's how to identify bullying and stand up to it safely so bullying both in person and cyber bullying and we'll share the website uh when we post this episode but yeah yeah please if you need help get help yeah definitely or if you know someone who needs help get help it was definitely rough listening to the bullying parts on some of this because it just it was pretty hard to hear mirror mirror and really, this stuff goes on in real life, not just in books. No, so. no, exactly. Usually they're probably not 22, but you know. <laughs> yes, also that. All right. Well, how do we want to do the rating on this, dude? I don't like, know. Because it's, we're saying it's sex, but it was an intercourse sex. It was. I mean, yeah, but it was still sexy. And the whole sexy. time, I do have to say, like we mentioned, she is a virgin, but this is like our least virgin-y virgin that we've ever had in yeah. any of these books. I really, <laughs> it really is, if, actually. If anyone remembers my, uh, you know, soapboxes <laughs> from episodes ago when, when half of our f- heroines were all yes. virgins and I was like, what the fuck is happening? This is not that she's not like that. She mm. she's like stands up and is like, so what? So I haven't had sex. I've touched myself. I'm, you know, I'm, I where's yeah. my vibrator? I got to get a vibrator. Like she's, she's, she's that's very proud of. <laughs> She's not afraid of it. And she's not afraid to be like, do you want to fuck? <laughs> yeah. She asked a couple of people that, I she think. She did. And they're like, mm, nah. <laughs> she gets, yeah, okay, I understand the title of this book. Because before, it's just like, she only got rejected once, but it's not true. She gets rejected a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's really hard on her, but she's finding her own. She it's is. It's going to happen. She is. Well, and obviously, I mean, if you spend 10 years of your life as the punching bag for the clan, yeah. for the 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 whole uh, pack, wolf pack, no one's gonna, f- I mean, unless it's rape, which we're really happy uh, it didn't happen for her. Yeah. No one's gonna fuck you. I mean, you're only 22. You haven't had a lot of chances. You've been stuck on a place where everyone hates you. Yep. So it's not absolutely. a surprise she's still a virgin. Right. And yeah, she was only away from them. But for that like, could have gone like... It could have gone badly, too. obviously. It could have gone way Really, worse. really yeah. badly. But it didn't. And that is good. But yeah. So I don't know. I, I just really liked the book. <laughs> I had my problem. So I think I'm going to give it like a six, seven on the story mm-hmm. just because of the things I've mentioned. Yes. That I want to strengthen. I want to encourage yes. improvement. Yeah. And I want the next five books to be perfect, even though they've already been written and she can't change them based on my own opinions. Oh, my God. <laughs> But um, the book as a whole was sexy, even though we didn't get set. Like, there's enough description of this fucking tall ass hunky dude. Oh, who? Yes. For some reason, it's super hot that he can change size like at whim. Like he he constantly he's like kind of generally when she comes up on him, he's around like eight feet tall, which is too. That's too tall. Everyone knows that's too fucking tall. That's too tall. But then (laughs) like as he walks towards her to talk to her, he starts to come down to her. He's only like about like six and a half feet tall. Mm -hmm. And that's. That's not too tall. That's perfect. Mm. No? <laughs> Six and a half feet tall? Yeah, why not? Well, I mean, I guess for you, because you just want a big old bear of a man. Do you want to climb on? Yeah, which makes sense. That's too tall for me, but... <laughs> 
I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, no, that's cool. That's totally cool. So that was somehow really sexy every time we did that. And oh, like, yeah, he's super sexy. Smoky, like, fire eyes and, like... Just his whole everything. There's some things he does say to her that I don't really like, no, but... There's moments where he's an asshole. Yeah. But I think that that is his whole thing about, like, trying to keep up this character or whatever. I do think we're going to find out more about that. Because it does seem... I think so, too. If you talk to the other people, they all love him. Like, he seems like a really yes. good guy to have running this supernatural library, library. of knowledge, mm-hmm. right? Like, he's really fair and honest and stuff. But it does feel like... He's frustrated because he can't get through that door. And then he had one kind of glimpse of maybe hope and she couldn't do it right away and help him. So he kind of he's he was a little bit harsher with her than he. Should yeah, have. he was, got frustrated again. And but he's taken by surprise a lot by her, too. She surprises him mm-hmm. a lot, which is neat. Absolutely. And and that doesn't piss him off. It makes him more curious about it. Oh, yeah. Awesome. He gets ex- more except when she flips him off. Then he gets. A uh, yeah. bit pissy. <laughs> he starts growling. He's like, <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm with you. I think I could give this an, a seven because I do like the idea of this book and I think it will get better for the next couple of ones that you just bought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if, we, if we're going to talk about the face scene and the shower scene that she had with herself, I... I, I guess I could go with a seven on that as well, just because, of course, we want more. So I think that when they do come up and it's going to be like the real deal, I think it's going to be super good. I'm going to be so excited. I'm going to be ridiculous when I finally <laughs> listen to the sex scene. <laughs> It's going to be good. It's got to be. I just think he's going to be a really, really good partner Mm -hmm. for her. And it's going to be hot as hell. And if it's not him, if it's one of the fuckers from her pack, I'm going to be pissed. (laughs) Me too. I'm sorry. I won't be able to do it. We will have an emergency urgent episode (laughs) where I come in and go, what the fuck did you guys make me read? (laughs) No, I will. I will backtrack and I will take my scores back. I will. Because I can't. I, I don't like that message of that being I just don't think there's anything I anyone in that position could do that would make me forgive them no not at all if you're that uh, long-term humiliation yes Mm -hmm. and and abuse this for decade is it's too much I'd be like no yeah I can never ever physical not flinch from you exactly and that wouldn't be fair to Mira Mm -mm. as a fictional character it's not you know our fictional people are real it happens absolutely (laughs) and you know and there's a message behind it too you know like it's not just that she's a character in a book it's just sending a message that yeah she's accepting this that this is her fate like i have to accept it no you don't have to accept it that's not how that goes you get to make your own choice and if you're saying no to these assholes which she does mm-hmm. then it should be no yes yeah all right well cool all right guys for our next book we are going to read walking in a wintry wonderland witchy by Ooh, i said wintry that's the song <laughs> not not wintry i wrote witchy and said wintry <laughs> Sorry, thank you. Walking in a Witchy Wonderland by Juliet Cross. Oh, I didn't get the narrator. I think it's yeah. Aiden's now. Okay. <gasps> <gasps> because it's I... that series. It is. It's Joanna Fair- Fairview oh. and Aiden Snow. Shit, you guys. So this isn't the second. So this series by Juliet Cross, the Stay a Spell series. We did book one, which was Wolf Gone Wild a couple episodes back. And then book two was Don't Hex and Drive. And book three is Witches Get Stitches. 
we are jumping ahead to this one because it's their holiday. It's her holiday book. So it's an anthology of just a couple of shorts from those previous relationships. So we won't have, we won't do those other books with you guys on the podcast. Yeah. But we will, well, I will have listened to them. (laughs) (laughs) Mostly because I fucking love this series and I cannot stand to not listen to them. I'm like Mm -hmm. super excited. So yeah, so it's this is our it's our holiday episode because um Christmas is soon. Yay. Yeah. In your timeline as you are now listening. Yeah, not in our timeline. It is. It will be that. It will be. Yeah, that. so uh join us for that. A walking in a witchy wonderland by Julia Cross. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. In the meantime, we'd love to hear from you as, you know, Kara reached out and shared this book with us. We're so excited mm-hmm. to get to do a book that a reader has or a listener has suggested to us. Um, we really want to keep you guys engaged in the podcast as best as we can. So please feel free to reach out to us and give us your suggestions. We are Shh Dirty Books on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Yes. <laughs> Maybe TikTok. Who knows? TikTok? No, I don't think so. No. Or you can just email us directly at shdirtybooks at gmail.com. And in the meantime, no, not in the meantime. In all of those places, it is <laughs> sh with three H's. So S H H H. Dirty Books. And you can visit us on our website at shdirtybooks.com and most places that you can find podcasts. If you guys can go to those places, rate, review, subscribe, that will be great. Jim Townsend, thank you so much for the music and that. We are going to say goodnight. This is Sayla. And this is Kalina. And we'll see you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, you've been listening to Shh, Reading Dirty Books with Kalina and Saylet. Be sure to tune into the next episode. Some more of your dirty books read to you. And if you're listening on a format that allows you to give a rating, please do that for them.